evening, Raider Nation. This is the Raider Nation Podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg, bringing you another post-game show from the Kansas City Chiefs game at the McAfee Coliseum. Well, everyone who was there saw the Raiders come out in grand style. They looked very, very good. And uh, before I get into that, I want to remind all of you to visit my webpage, www.RaiderNationPodcast.com. And I'd like you guys to click on the Raider Take blog. It's on my webpage. It's on the right side of the page. You can see where the, there's links. It's a great blog. It has great takes. It's, an, it's a great site. So Raider fans, do yourself a favor. Check out the Raider Take blog because I do on a daily basis. As far as I'm concerned, we won this game 24-23 at the very least. We played excellent ball on both sides of the ball. We played a great defensive game till the fourth quarter when people were winded, of course. But you have to understand, Raider fans, our defense was out there working all three and a half quarters. Uh, got very little help from the offense from the penalties. Uh, that's what hurt us again this game. The penalties, not so many, uh, so much in the yardage, although it does make a big difference. It was just penalties at the wrong time, as we all know. Okay, that being said, uh, Jordan, 3.9 yards per carry. Moss, 25.7 yards per catch. What can I say about those two guys? Uh, Crockett, they should have used more, I think, um, because he was making some good plays, but they stopped using him. Now, coaching, I don't know how you can actually have the last four plays of the game with four minutes left and not throw the ball to Moss at least one time. I'm going to say that about coaching because North Turner, he's got two years to turn it around, not seven or eight like he did in Washington. I don't think Al Davis will take that. So North has to turn it around this year. I think Rob Ryan is safe because he did improve the defense. He's improved the defense actually quite a bit with what he has. And uh, the jury is still out, but I think he's done a, a much better job this game and last game in comparison to last season. Now, the Raiders look really good. I was very proud of their play. Uh, they can't help the coaching. They certainly can't help the calls in the field. I will say, of course, uh, Collins I'm still very, very tentative on. And I'm not the only one. I got many emails about Collins. Uh, the shortest one said, and I quote, Collins is a worthless pile of crap and uh, la, 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 is very short and to the point. Now, I don't think he's a worthless pile of crap. I think he's our quarterback, and we have to stand behind him and hope that he cleans up his act and stops throwing those high balls, short balls that he's been throwing the last couple of games. Now, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for anybody because everybody saw the game, and I'm not the only one who saw that Collins actually was the weak link in the offense, and that's all I'll say. Offensive line was excellent. The running game was also very good. I mean, look who we were playing. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are no joke. They're real, the real deal. They show it by being 2-0. and So the Raiders have a very tough schedule. I mean, to come out and play the Patriots and then at home with the Chiefs and then on the road to the Eagles, that is a tough three games right there. Very tough. And we knew that coming into the season. And I had high expectations, just like the rest of you Raider fans. And we should have had high expectations because this is our team. Every year I have high expectations. I don't care what happens in the offseason. 
I always feel that our team can do it. And that's part of being a Raider fan, unlike any other fan in the world. I had, I've had people say, how can you continue to watch them because they're losing? Well, how, how can you continue to say that to me? Because you should know that every Raider fan always has hope. We've got to have hope all the time. This is our team. This is the Oakland Raiders. Some of the positive things I can say about the game and the team, which you know I'm, I'm touting because it's very important for me to spread this word to the Raider Nation. If you remember back in 1997, 98, and 99, when Gruden had the team and we were just starting to build our offense and our defense, before we had three years of AFC championships, we had the, the team that had to gel. This is what I feel we're into right now. We have a team that is on the verge of gelling together. And it takes time for people to get used to each other's play. And I don't care how many preseason games you play. It ain't real till it's real. And it's real now. But I will say that the Raiders look very, very good. I will say that they will continue to play better every game. And I have full high expectations that we'll have a good season this year, much better than last year. This whole idea of winning just five games is for the birds, and we're going to have to get through that right now. Now, Raider Nation, you know how it's been in the past. Even when we had a great team, we lost four games in a row. Do you remember that? <laughs> Everybody was flipping out. But we came back and won the rest of the games. Boom, 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 boom. I just say, Raider fans, we have to have patience with this team. You can't expect to go from you know 5-11 and 11, uh, to the Super Bowl this year. We couldn't do it. We didn't have the personnel. We certainly, the coaching is something I'm, I'm definitely not happy with. And as a Raider fan, you shouldn't be happy with it either. And, you know, it's blatantly obvious that Norv Turner is on the hot seat. And like I said, Ryan, you got some time. But Norv, you ain't got much time because I know that Al Davis must have chewed your ass after this game. We should have won this game. And it really wasn't turn, uh, Norv's fault that, you know, we got these penalties called. And let me go into that right now because I know everyone's thinking and saying a lot of the same things. The conspiracy. I've heard it on television. I don't like those jagoffs or, excuse my language, but I don't like those guys talking about my team and the conspiracy like it's some kind of phantom crap. It's a reality that every Raider fan understands and knows. It's the truth. And what I don't understand is how can the NFL sit back and say casually, oh, the Raiders are the most penalized team in the NFL. That's statistically impossible. You cannot have a team that has more penalties or an average of higher penalties than any other team in the NFL, regardless of their record. Now, let me explain that to you a little more. When you have a bad team with bad players, you make bad moves and you have penalties. And you're expected to have more penalties with a bad team. Now, on a good team, when you have a good team, you're expected to have less penalties because your team is better, timing is better, and, and really, overall, play and, and precision timing is better. So you have less penalties. That is the case with every other team in the NFL, with the exception of the Oakland Raiders, which I think is horseshit. And if you, think, if you want my opinion on the conspiracy theory, 
Well, hell yes. I think those referees know that we have more penalties. There's no doubt. And they are not shy of throwing that yellow thing, the yellow flag, when they have a possibility, when there's a 50-50 chance there could be a penalty, every single referee in the NFL throws the flag on the silver and black. And that's bullshit. And, you know, as a team, they should be pissed. I'm sure Al Davis is. And, you know, talk about conspiracy. You bet your ass. It's a conspiracy throughout the entire referees. And something should be done about it. There should be an avenue of some type that the owners or the the coaches can uh, do something about the officiating, especially with this particular team. It should be addressed, and it should be a public forum. And they should have their ass chewed out today for that crappy call against Randy Moss. Now, you know what? I'm the first one to say when we hold, yes. And you, you can see it on camera, yes. You know, those penalties should be called back by the officials that are watching it upstairs. How can an official see that and not change the ruling on the field? How can an official see how blatantly obvious that play was and not change it upstairs? That's horseshit. And as a fan, you should be pissed. And you know what? If I see another Kansas City fan that says, yeah, 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 you guys got to whine. Too bad you lost. You know what? They're not getting the most penalties in the league because they're the, they're the lily white, you know, Midwest team, Kansas City Chiefs. But, you know, because we have passionate fans, because we have fans that care and fans that are totally passionate, I think that matters. I think referees come into Oakland and they're ready to throw the flag. I think that they have no doubt in their minds that even if they think it possibly could be a penalty, they're going to throw the flag because, hey, it's the Oakland Raiders. They're the most penalized team in the league. Well, I think something should be done about that shit. Because I'm sick and tired of it, just like you're sick and tired of it. And something should be done. Now, I don't know what could be done, but if there's any referees listening to the Raider Nation podcast, screw you. You better be an official. And it's official's job to be unbiased, and that's not happening with the Raiders. And these guys are getting their money and traveling across the country to be referees. Better check it at the door. And that should be something that should be addressed at the NFL level right now. Tagliabue should get his ass chewed out by all the owners. You know, because it's not okay for the referees to be making such blatant errors. Hey, it's not only the Raiders, too. I mean, I see a lot of bad calls in this league, and I don't know what's happening with the referees, but it's not pretty. And I think it's worse than it's better, especially where we're concerned. It is getting to be... You know, it used to be like the joke and then people, you know, conspiracy theory. And, you know, every time that there's the tuck rule, there's a perfect example of a blatant call that was bullshit that made a huge difference and nothing happened. I think officials that make calls like that should be fined. They should be penalized. They should be penalized for their in, the inability to officiate impartially. Because if it's a blatant bad call, hey, man, you should get 500 bucks. Give them a $500 fine. 
You think that might motivate him to make some better calls? You bet you it would for everybody. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that has to be done in the NFL. It has to be done at the highest levels in the NFL, and it should be done yesterday. Because it's not only the Raiders, but other teams that suffer from these crappy calls from these officials. And they're not being held accountable for their decisions. And it's like a, a little joke, I'm sure, within the, the officiating staff of the NFL. Well, I'm tired of having their joke. I'm sick and tired of their joke. And as far as I'm concerned, the officiating is a joke. And when you, you lose confidence in the officiating, what happens to the core of the game? If you don't think you can get a fair shake by the officials, that changes the entire atmosphere of football. Imagine what it would be like if officials made all these bad calls for everybody. What would the what would the the uh, the en the enjoyment of the game be like? It it would be disgusting. No one would want to watch football. It'd be like wrestling. It'd be like wrestling and the officials on WWF or whatever it's called right now. That is how bad the officiating is for the Oakland Raiders. And I'm sorry to go off on it, but it just pisses me off. And somebody should do something about that shit yesterday. Now, I know that the Raiders have always had that mystique and the bad boy and all that stuff. But this is not right. This is not right. And it's not right for any team. And those officials should be penalized monetarily for bad calls. You don't think it's going to straighten them up? You bet your ass it'll straighten them up. When it starts affecting their pocketbook, you're going to see a whole different change in the NFL. You'll see a whole different officiating instantly. Well, there's my take on that zebra crap because I hate them. I hate them no matter where we are. I'm always cognizant of what whether it could be a penalty. Tell me, Raider fans, every time we get a good play, I, I know it's me. But I always wait for that second and think, is there a flag? Is there a flag? There's no other team in the NFL that has that much paranoia than the Oakland Raider fans. I know it. <laughs> Trust me. I don't know how you feel. So I'm going to jump right out of this subject because I'm just, you know, going on a tangent like I always do. But Raider fans, we got to be positive. Because just like in the early, the late 90s, our team was starting to form a cohesive unit. And that's exactly what I see happening right now. We've got a great team. We have great potential. And as the team gets gelling, it starts to gel together, and they get this rhythm, you're going to see a huge improvement in this team. Now, I'm not saying it's going to turn around overnight, but I will say this team stays together it's going to be a tremendous powerhouse because as their confidence grows and the ability to see each other and read each other grows, this team is going to be very dangerous in the not-too-distant future. Now, I know Kerry Collins is a weak link. I mean, I'm not going to dance around that, and I'm not going to apologize for pointing it out. He is a weak link in the offense. Langston Walker didn't help us out, but he's had some trouble you know, in the last couple games, he can learn. Your key player is a quarterback. Now, Kerry Collins, 
overthrows and underthrows, and I've seen it happen too much. The other thing was Lamont Jordan dropped the, between Lamont Jordan and other players. I'm not exactly sure who it was. There were five drop balls. One for sure was a touchdown to Lamont. That was right to him too. He could have picked it up. You know, those are just mistakes that are made. But they will not happen as much as the team starts to become cohesive. And I have full confidence that this team, as it stands, is going places. And we have to just be patient. And I hate to say that because I was expecting a big change. And that's unrealistic. But, hey, I'm a fan. What am I? I'm just like you. I thought that we'd come out and blow everybody away, and especially Kansas City which we should have. We had more yardage. We had more passing, more rushing. We had everything more. Our defense was better. It was just timing, timing of the timing of the uh, penalties. You know, when we got in positions where we were second and 15 and second and 20 and third and 20, we can't do that. We can't have our team back that far. The other thing we can't do is in the last four minutes of the game, we're on a final drive, is not throw the ball to Randy Moss. you got to give this guy an opportunity to make a play. And the fact that they use him as a decoy regular game time is fine, but this is this is crunch time. we got to throw the ball to Moss. And that was strictly a coaching decision, I think, You know, because Kerry Collins, Moss was open a bunch of times, I want to tell you, if you didn't see it. Collins didn't see it. This is something he's going to have to work on. Because I know Al's pissed. You could see him in the chair. He was not a happy man, even when we were doing okay. And I'm sure that Norv got an earful from the man. So I hope Collins can kick his game up. He did better than he did the last game, so hopefully he'll get a little bit better. Like I said before, I hope we don't have to boo him in order for him to get enough, you know, I don't know what I could say, get enough anger in him to play better, maybe? I don't know. We did it before, and it sure seemed to work. I'm not saying we need to do that because I hate to see any Raider boo any team because, I, you know, it doesn't make me feel good. But Kerry Collins, you know, what can I tell you? I'm, I'm I'm speaking to the choir here because I know every Raider fan saw the game feels the same way. There might be one or two out there. Jay, out in Utah, not trying to bum you out. I'm just telling you like it is, brother. Now, I think this next game with the Eagles is going to be very, very hard. We're going into big-time hostile territory. But once again, we have an opportunity to show that we can play football. This is an opportunity to show that we can rise above and win. So I'm keeping a positive foot forward, even though they beat the 49ers bad. Real bad. 42-3. to What a killing. I love it. But I ain't going to talk too much about it because we're going there. We're going where they went, and we're going to see. We're going to see big time. So... I have a positive feeling about this team. I have a very positive feeling about the direction our team is going in. They looked a lot better, and I'm really, really impressed with the defense, uh, the changes that they made. Our secondary is still a little tentative, but much better. And Charles, you were awesome this game. Awesome. Everybody stepped it up the extra mile, the extra notch. 
and we're going to have to keep that intensity because we need to get a W. That's all there is to it. We're 0-2. We need a W. And we should be thirsty, hungry, and just totally thirsty and hungry for one. So I'll give you that Eagles preview coming up pretty soon. We'll talk a little bit more about this game. But I want to give you the post-game analysis as far as Raider Nation podcast is concerned and Raider Greg. And uh, that's what I see. I don't see North staying another year if we have a bad season. So maybe another coach is the answer. But it's really still too early to say that. It's still too early to throw North Turner out with the bathwater. And we need to give him a little more opportunity to work this offense. And hopefully he will work this offense and do a better job. Because it's kind of clear that there are some coaching issues. And uh, I ain't going to beat around the bush about that. And Norv doesn't point fingers. I've already said that, too. He likes to kind of dance around everything. He doesn't want to say anything other than things are getting better, which is good. He's got a positive attitude. We need to see some of that positive attitude on the field. We need to see it in a positive game, like a W. So, Raider Nation, get ready, because we're going to the Eagles, and we got to really pump our team up. We gotta give them all the kudos we can, and here we come next Sunday to the Eagles, Philadelphia. It's gonna be a brutal game. They better be working their game plan right now. Uh, it's it's brutal, and as a fan, I'm concerned, as you are too. But we have to stand behind our Raiders. This is our team, and no matter what happens, we gotta stand behind our team. Because Raider fans, you've been doing it your whole life, and so have I. And no matter what happens, we are still the winningest team in football. We are the Oakland Raiders, and we will be back. And if this team is anything like I think it is, we will be back with this bunch of guys. If not this year, for sure next season. So I'm not giving up on this season. We only played two games. We got... How many more we got? 14 more games? That's right. So we got a lot of time to get better. And the Eagles isn't the make or break game. And all the talk about no team has ever been 0-2 and made it to the Super Bowl. I don't care about that crap. I want to get some W's. I want to see some good games. This was a good game. This was a good game, and we should have won it. And I, I just want to see Raiders play a good game. And that's, that's really what counts for me is them playing a good game all four quarters. And they played a great game. So Raider Nation, thank you so much for tuning in. And once again, let me remind you to vote for me on Podcast Alley. I've got my little click and pick right there on my website. It's easy to do. Click on it, put your, web hit, uh, put your email address on there, and send it out. I need all the help I can. It's really, really cool to keep us number one in podcasting. Yes, out of 32 teams, the first team and the only team to be number one in podcasting on Podcast Alley is your Raider Nation podcast. Thank you very much for keeping me there. Thank you for listening to the show, and you all have a very nice evening. Good night now.